tell me his story. These are his memories. Can you feel him now? In the earth? No, I don't know what you mean. I think you do. Hello and welcome to another episode of Scare Traducing, a horror podcast, not serious about series anymore because for pretty much the remainder of this year we're just going to be doing Movie. new release movies because there's a fuck ton of them um, that were delayed or that are interesting, etc, etc. So we are covering... Blame COVID. Ju- yeah, blame COVID. We're just doing kind of movie reviews, discussion Stuff like that, but still horror because we love horror to the point where we were at a party on Saturday night and I took a friend into into a dark oh, room and was like, put this trailer on. This is, that, this is why nobody <laughs> invited us to things. Or <laughs> <laughs> things like Callum does. And actually we looked at on the phone first and she was like, I can't see it, I can't see it. And I was like, have you got a bigger screen? She's like, I've got a projector. I was like, right. There's no sound. You don't need sound. It's for the medium. If you've seen the trailer for the medium, it was the face at the end that appears. I was just like, you don't need sound. Just look at this area of the screen. So yeah, that was in the middle of a party. Walked away. I mean, she was wrong. <laughs> Probably not like she couldn't see that. No, well, on the big screen, it looked terrifying. I mean, yeah. Anyway, so we are talking new release horror movies. And today is In the Earth. Did you want to say something? No, I was just, I don't know. Yeah, I'm sure. Oh, okay. Um, The episode is slightly delayed, of course, because Euro 2020 is on at the moment, and Scotland actually qualified for a major tournament for the first time since 1998. And of course, we fucked it up once again. (laughs) We're out of the first round, and I was very upset on Wednesday. Yeah, last night, Wednesday. Just, Just was like, I don't even want to watch football, I don't want to talk about it, whatever. But when all is said and done, first of all, very happy that we were there. It was the first time since I was eight. First time since we've met that we've got the experience. And that was a good thing to do us, like after COVID, I think it was the major event we ever been. There were so much people. Yeah. The tables were all separate, but it felt so right. Like, so... Like, it felt like going to a concert. Like, a big thing. Yeah, it was so nice. Obviously, I'm glad England didn't beat us. That was the one thing. We just didn't want to get beat by England. And we didn't beat them, but it was a tie. We'll take it because everybody said we were going to get hammered. And then obviously the final game, we were within 45 minutes of going through. And the atmosphere, I thought, was very good. It was amazing. And especially when Callum McGregor scored, the atmosphere went mental. But then obviously, as the game wore on and Th- That scored, mental that Callum dropped his phone. I scratched the so fuck out my phone. Yeah, scratch. And I was like, where is he? I think he was, you were celebrating with... Some other random people. So, yes. Yeah, so, so if we get caught celebrating in the sense that Scotland scored to make it 1 1. Um, we ended up losing the game. So I wasn't celebrating that. It was when Scotland scored. Just yeah. Talking about. Yeah. I, I jumped up and just ran the fuck away, like, just I, like tugging yeah. everybody. I was like, oh my I was God. like, we're going to do it. I was like, I was so confident we were going to do it. But we fucked up. But anyway, that's why the episode's late. There's football on. Scotland have been involved. And we've just been watching it and interested in it. It's been, uh, it's been. I don't know. I've liked the atmosphere. Yeah. I have. But you're not here to listen about football. No, you're here to listen to movie talk, and yes. we are talking about a new movie that came out in America a couple of weeks ago. Came out here, and I'm going to be confident in saying that it's a probably 
the terrible time to do this episode because I think this movie's going to go away because Fast and Furious 9 is about to come out and yeah. it's just going to take over every screen in the country. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody's true. going to be going to see it in the earth, but we are talking in the earth. Yes. Um, so, do you have any preamble about this movie? Anything you knew going into it? I, I mean, I, did, I didn't know anything about this movie. Okay. Just the trailer you showed me. The trailer was a little bit confused, but... Yeah. I'm going to say that it got my attention because yeah. it's like, oh, this gives me so much um, midsummer vibes, kind of like, I don't know, like woods. You know, yeah, like the, the woods. What's in the woods? That, that freaks me out sometimes. I mean, I listen to this um, guy that does YouTube videos. I don't know the name. Yeah, the only thing, like, yeah, that's my reference. I'm going to see the guy because that's his intro music. I think it's Mr. Balin or Mr. Bellin or something. Know. But yeah, he got a lot of episodes about the 411. Uh, I'm not going to get into it, but yeah. I'm freaking, like, right now, I'm so freaked out about the forest, the, forest the, the whole thing, the woods. Yeah. And I was like, ooh, what's in this movie? It's about the woods, being in the woods. There's something there. There's some, like, um, I don't know, ancient thing, like, mm-hmm. what's going on? And... Something and then there's like two scientists going there, like oh no, well she wasn't a scientist, but anyway, but this is like science and things. I'm like okay, we're gonna see some different approach to yeah. this maybe. So yeah, I was interested, but I didn't have any expectations. Didn't have any expectations. Okay, so spoilers for anyone who obviously hasn't seen the movie. We're just gonna spoil certain bits of it. Um, I don't know if we really need to run through the movie mm-hmm. that much, but. What I would say is I had probably slightly more expectations than you. You, to my knowledge, have not seen a movie by Ben Wheatley, the director. No. I have seen most of his movies. I have not seen Down Terrace. I have not seen Happy New Year, Colin Bernstein, I think it's called. Oh, I've seen that one. <laughs> Don't you have it? No, I haven't. <laughs> and uh, I haven't seen Rebecca, the Netflix movie with... Oh, movies. I kind of want to watch that one. Yeah, I heard it was shit, but he, so he directed that as well. So those are the three of his movies I haven't seen. I am mixed on Ben Wheatley. Sometimes I love his movies. Sometimes I find them interesting. Sometimes I hate them. Um, so I love Kill List. I love Sightseers. Field in England, I'm mixed on, but it has a great scare. Like a great scare. As in one of those things like the like the trailer for the medium that we're talking about oh, in the start yeah. of the show. Oh, as in like, it's not jumpy. It's not, it's just so unnatural that it's yeah. uncomfortable. Yeah. A Field in England has a sequence like that. Uh, High Rise, I just don't remember. And then Free Fire, I hated, but everybody seemed to love, but I hated it. So I was kind of mixed on Ben Wheatley. But I am always interested. I think he has a unique approach to cinema. And so I'm always interested in his movies, uh, even to the point like Rebecca, which we haven't seen and is on Netflix. I'm still willing to give it a go. So yeah. it's, it's, it's Ben Wheatley, so maybe there's something there. But anyway, that's why I was interested in... Um, that's why you had expectations yeah. I had expectations and it was like a return to horror because obviously his last movie was Rebecca which Rebecca. is like a thriller before that I think was either Free Fire or Happy New Year Colin Bernstein is that the movie drama. with Lily James that's Rebecca and, uh, and Army uh, Hammer Free Fire is a comedy um, High Rise is a bit more of like a social commentary drama thriller so like this is his return to horror so I was into it I was I was like I, I need to go mm-hmm. and we need to see it and as you say the trailer had me kind of hooked kind of interested what is this is he playing with I don't know it looked kind of cultish in a way 
especially with the posters with the eyes all whitened out, the characters, mm-hmm. and then you've got this—is it a standing stone or a seeing stone? The big stone with a hole in the middle. It looks it looks like religious in some way, like um, pagan. So I was mm-hmm. I was into that because that stuff always interests me and always freaks me out. So we went to see it at the cinema and. I don't really know what to say about it. Like, I, I think I've got a lot to say, but I'm mixed on this movie. I'm very mixed on this movie. It is not the Herald return to horror that some people have painted it as. Like, critical response to this movie has been very favourable. And then there's in the the review, you even saw the tagline, like, the first great horror movie of 2021. Look, no, yes, it's not. No, it's not. It's like, not. I can tell you right now, like, as a general review I, I I was so into it the first half of the movie mm-hmm. then I was the next quarter the mm-hmm. third quarter I'm gonna call it um, third quarter no yeah. second quarter no like if we did, oh, so you did the quarter, first half the first half is, so the first two it, quarters. I was so into right. it like oh my god show me show me then the third quarter yeah. I was like what okay what's going on okay I mean what and then the third one, I was like, the nah, one. the fourth one. I was like, nah, that's me. So you checked out at the end. Yes, at the end, I was like, Ugh. Okay. I don't know. like, um, I don't know how you want to proceed to this. Okay, so brief synopsis of the plot then is uh, a deadly virus has ravaged the world. We are not told what it is. But I do like it because it feels so natural now. It feels naturalistic in the sense of you see them using hand sanitizer, wearing masks. Masks, doing tests. In terms of how they talk about it. It feels so right now. Yes, but in terms of how they talk about it, it's it's clear that it's much more deadly than what COVID has happened. But um, I know, but I did like that part. Yeah. I felt like, oh. This yeah, is they just so use, recent. They just use the iconography of what yeah. we've gone through recently. Love that. Love that. Yeah, noise. It's like, that's the hook for me. That was like, oh, I'm hooked already. Okay, that's happening right now. It's my present of like the atmosphere already set for me. Like, okay, they know what I'm living through. I know they talk about be a little bit of like, I've been in isolation for this amount of time. Yeah. Like, okay, so that I know what the mindset are. Like all these people. Yeah, sure. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, oh, I feel like they know. They, okay. They know. I know what they know. So, so Martin that. is a scientist played by Joel Fry, most recently seen in Cruella. Cruella. Um, which, That's if you want like him. my opinion on Cruella, oh. um, it's not that good a movie. It would have been infinitely improved by not casting Emma Stone, who I like and like a lot more than Gisela, but she's not a good Cruella. That's my opinion. We discussed Cara Delevingne yes, and or Abby Lee. Oh. Those are my two. I'd be like, uh, but, no, they, but neither Delevingne. of them are big enough to to front that movie. Yeah, no, obviously. I think Cara Delevingne will be but like the perfect trailer. Emma Stone's too nice. But anyway. well, the two guys like him, we won. Joe Fry and, and the other oh, one, like um, three, three. Paul Walter Hauser. Yes. Yeah, they're both great. They're so they're very good. good. They're so good. I love them. Yeah. That's Cruella, not this movie. But before before <laughs> that movie, I think I see him in some British things. He randomly yeah, like. Yeah, I have a feeling I've like seen him in other stuff. Like you, I or those stuff that you sometimes watch on TV. Let me see, Joe Fry. Is he a comedian? No. No, you will have seen him in Yesterday. I've not seen Yesterday. He's in the movie Yesterday, yeah, which right. you've seen. 
Yeah, it's in the movie, but I don't remember the main He's character. He's in Game of Thrones. We talked about this already. He's in Game of Thrones. He's one of the people in... Um, oh, in... Uh, Ma- uh, is it Marine? Uh, yeah, Marine. Something like that. Is it? Anyway, right, he's anyway. in Game of Thrones, right? So that's where we'll have seen him in. Um, yeah, he's he's good. I like Joel Fry. Um, it's not someone that I'm, like, infinitely knowledgeable about his career, but when he pops right. up, I'm like, eh, solid. So he's a scientist, getting back on it, and he's going to, like, this controlled outpost, and he's heading towards the middle of the woods. That's his plan, to go and meet with another scientist who's out there, who contact has been lost with. Mm-hmm. They were been out there, they were communicating by letters, and she stopped responding. And the reason is, the ground is particularly fertile, so maybe they're going to grow crop. They're going to study the soil, I assume, to try and get the world back mm-hmm. over this virus that is. Um, but also, they've lost contact, so maybe they're just going out on like a rescue mission. We don't really know, but that's where he's headed. Yeah. And so he gets a guide. He goes to this outpost. He's given a guide because people get lost in the woods all the time. They and get freaky. And they venture out into the forest. And it's going to take them two or three days to get where they're supposed to be going. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Two days. Two days. Yeah. And so we see them camping overnight. And then when they camp, somebody steals their shoes. Somebody attacks their tent yeah, and steals their shoes. Them, yeah. And that leaves them without shoes. That leads him to cut his foot as he's walking. Yeah. So that slows them down, etc. It's that kind of movie. It's just being lost in the woods. Right? It's like the Blair Witch Project. Yeah, they're already breaking out at this point because, yeah, like, who the fuck is doing this? Is it a person? Is it, like, so that's the some thing. natural thing? So, some, yeah. That's what we're going to get to. Yeah, yeah. In terms of that. And also, also okay. I would like to point out, like, before they go into this and to do... To try to reach the other scientist that is in the forest, mm-hmm. uh, when he's get he's getting like all the tests to see if he's fine to travel, whatever, whatever, and then he saw a lot of um like pictures of kids drawings mm-hmm. drawings of this a uh, creature that they I think Parnham Fag, a yeah, local legend, a local legend, but the the, the town is supposed to be near where they're going, right? Like they're in the no, middle of nowhere. No, no, no. He's left the town to go to the woods. It's oh. not that f- like, but he's yeah, he's left society. Not yeah, society, and then and then you see like when he's looking at this, you see actually like a um how you call it like it's made of fabric that is hanging on the uh huh what tapestry. Uh, I know what you mean. Yeah, it could be. I'm it's not sure tapestry or whatever. And it's the same image, and I was like, ooh, that's giving me vibes of midsummer. Could be Midsummer, yeah. It's, like, it's Midsummer. It's Blair Witch Project. It's only uh, because it's like witch, oh, it's already it's there. Like because if you see Midsummer without knowing anything, if just look at whatever is in the walls, mm-hmm. that's the whole story. Like that's what's gonna happen. That's what like you're getting into it. And I was like, oh, okay, this is what's gonna happen. Okay. And I was like, okay, but. Kind of, this is like a ritual thing. Because a witch is a thing. Is what is it? Something in the woods. Yes. So yeah. So yeah. As Calvin explained, they go in the forest. He get like the uh, stolen stuff and then he the food. food. Yeah. Yep. And they come across Reese Shearsmith, who I cannot remember his character's name. Well, it looks like Zach. a homeless. Yeah, like a homeless guy in the middle of the forest, 
and then the guy is like, oh my god, they, they just like stare for so long. Right. Can and I, I was I, like, what the fuck was that? So this is the, the first sequence where they find they, they come across Zach. Uh huh. And and she says somebody's watching us. Mm-hmm. She says to to uh, Martin, the guide. Says have to you Martin, ever had the feeling that someone is watching? I've had you? the feeling, but I've never had any. Obviously, you've had that. I've, uh, yeah, of course, I've had that feeling. I think people get that feeling quite regularly, especially if you're alone somewhere. You would get that feeling. Have you never like, had that feeling? You're just out somewhere on your own. You're just like I feel like somebody's looking at me. Right like now. that's the thing. I think I've never experienced that, but sometimes I just look uh-huh. and then I recognize someone. Like oh, that's you. Like, hi, hello. But no, like, I felt like someone was watching. I just look around and they're like, oh, or maybe that's a feeling, but I don't know. I can't recognize the feeling. I mean, I don't want to have it. No, it's not. It's not pleasant, but it's not. Like, I don't feel like I've ever been like, overly threatened. Being, like, I've just been out in places alone and just felt like somebody's looking at me, looking at me right now. Oh, I know. Of course yeah. I felt that. But you must have felt it maybe in school. If you're in the classroom, you feel maybe somebody's looking at you behind you. You turn around and nobody's looking at you. No. Never. Okay. That's the thing. Or, or, like, or, or maybe if it was in school, like, I, I, I can't. I can't pinpoint I exact times, but I know, no, like, people I know. would say, do you ever get a feeling that somebody's watching you or looking at you and you're like, yeah, I know the feeling. Yeah, of course no, I know the feeling. I you know. just feel, anyway, right. Well, anyway, so, so she says, So yeah. she says that Alma, the guide, says that to Martin. Somebody's watching us. And then we get a wide shot of the woods in front of them. Big grass area. Mm-hmm. Now, I loved this because I did not see Zach until he moved. I didn't see him. Oh, okay. I would love to go back and look at the image and be like, how clear is he? He's bang center in the frame. And then he stands up. I could not see him. Yeah, I didn't see him. I was like, fuck, that's good. So I didn't know there was anyone there. Like, I thought it was, like, a trick or something. Like, I was like, yeah. oh, there's going to be nobody there. And then all of a sudden, he just stands up. And I was again, like, again, holy I, shit, there was a person there the whole time. I mean, again, I thought, it's a witch. <laughs> and you can't see her. You can feel it, but you can't see her. <laughs> so, um, they come across Zach. Zach, as he says, looks like he's been just living sort of like your, your, your typical, ho- not typical homeless, but he's... Homeless he's life in the forest. A homeless life in the forest. He's, he's living outside of society by himself, gathering his own supplies, etc., etc., that's his lifestyle. Now, Zach is a bit weird. But he's not, like, overly threatening at first. And he helps no, them. No, he helps them. Like, oh, I have shoes. Oh, my God, that looks bad. I'm, I have things. So, this is the sequence I want to talk about. This is yeah. the main sequence I want to talk about. Zach uh, stitching up Martin's injured foot. Oh, my God. I didn't see this. The effect is great. And uh, Joel Fry as Martin is tremendous in this, this sequence. Like, he acts... Like, as if this is it's painful. so painful. Yes, he's really yeah. good. The way his hand is shaking, the way he breathes through his teeth, like he... In. So, yeah, so the homeless guy is... Zach. ...stitching the food. And, and he does a pretty bad bad job as well. Uh, That's what it, I like. Like, he stitches it up so it stops bleeding and the skin stops flapping around. But you look at uh, it and you go, like... That's not a. That's not healthy. That's not a good job. That's going to get infected. Yeah. There's still huge portions... But it's un- better than just leave it, like... Of course it's better, around. but... I mean, I like, at this point, I was like, I thought he's gonna, nice, he's a nice I thought person. it was going to be like, oh, he's got special skills, look at no, what he can do. No, of course not, he's a homeless. But no, he's not a homeless person, well, that's what it turns out, he's not. I know, but we don't know. But that's so, what I'm saying. That, at this point in the movie, I'm like, that's good for a homeless person. But how many movies have you seen where somebody's like, ah, no, I've, I've got experience with this, I know how to do it, and they just do a perfect job, and you're just like, what the fuck? Uh-huh. Yeah. 
You've seen that movie before. Whereas this time it looks, the stitching he's done looks pretty rag. I mean, to be honest, I didn't see the, the, the stitches. Good so sequence. Because, uh, really good sequence. Uh, so, so, I just saw the guy like actually feeling the pain. Yeah. Joel Fry is very good. Oh, really so, good. Oscar thing. Again, I'm not sure how much I want to go into the actual plot of the movie, but because I don't think it's... The anyway, movie's not I really think, concerned with I think plot. this is a part that I would consider the movie halfway. Yeah. So... Okay, so the guy's been nice to them, and then it's like, oh, if you're hungry, I'm going to make you some soup, and they're like, oh, thank God. At this point, I'm like, oh, thank God, this guy's helping them. Mm-hmm. But again, it's like, eh, maybe he's going to steal or something, whatever, I don't know. And then it's like, oh, have these teas made with these flowers. It took me time to per- um to perfect uh, to perfect this formula, whatever. Yes. And, I, and then I, I like that part because I, then I thought, I always think about this kind of stuff. Who realized that we are okay to eat broccoli? Or how it's not poison? Like, why? Who realized that mushrooms, which mushrooms are fine and which ones are not? Lots of people have died because of, like, trying and yeah. say these ones are good. So when he said, like, oh, it took me time to make this, the right flowers in the right portions. And I'm like, oh, okay. So people, like, mm, the forest just... You know, of course. That's I know, people but I thought, again, this is another little thing that makes me feel like, oh, okay, like I don't know. But I, this I, is set I'm into like, being. This I know. Set, so of course he would know what. I know, but again, that you don't think about these kind of things right now. No, but you're acting like time. he's coming up with a with a brand. He's you know he's testing something that nobody's ever eaten before. That's not the case. No, he's he's having like a tea that uh-huh. they were like, oh my god, this is so good. What is this so sweet? Yeah. Oh, is this flour? Yeah. And it's like it took me time to find it or to put it in the right, right. combination. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're like, oh, okay. And that's when I saw. Oh. Right. And he drugs them. Yeah. Yes. So basically, and then he ends up being bad. Right, but this is but, the thing. but no, but bad in the sense like he's fucking weird and what and we don't know what he's gonna do. He dress them up with these really weird clothes. Yeah. And then take like photos with stone in their eyes. Yeah, they look weird. They look super weird. They yeah. look basically like the images that again and the first scenes that we see the tapestry in the yes. wall looks quite like oh he's performing a ritual. What what was he doing? Like he's doing something. Ancient, something weird yes. is happening. So I was like, witchcraft. He is a witch. Well, or whatever. it is sort of witchcraft. But and then they escape. They manage to escape somehow. They escape. They run the forest. And then you start hearing all these noises and lights and flashes. It gets really flashy. It strobes. Like, so I, if, like yeah, I, if you've got epilepsy, I'd be, yeah, that actually be, put uh, that sign at the start weird. of the movie. It does strobe. But it times. was bad. Like, I was actually trying to, like, close my eyes. Like, I, I'm, I'm going to suffer from seizures, and I might have one if I keep <laughs> watching this shit. But, and then they end up being with the scientists, the girl scientists that... That they were there to see. They were there to see. Olivia. Um, yes, that's her name. Um, and I was like, what the fuck is going on? Like, I was a little bit lost in this part. Like, so I this don't is know the thing, right? On. So, this is, this is the thing. I don't think the movie... The plot in terms of the A to B mechanics of him drugging them, taking the photos, them escaping, then the the, the, the lights start yeah. and they meet up with um, Olivia and it turns out she's put these lights up around the forest and initially she was with Zach and Zach, Zach went a bit crazy. 
etc. And that's how they split up. And so, so he's gone a little bit. Like, I don't we, think the plot mechanics of it are that important. They're not important. I think the movie is trying to just be a sort of um, how would I put it? I don't know if a mood piece is the right thing, but it's more concerned with tone than it is with like it doesn't matter if any of this makes sense or if yeah. any people are acting really in quote believable ways. That's it's not more about important. making you feel. It's trying to disorientate. You. Yes, because during the whole movie, I think we talk about we hear the birds like in random places. No, that's just excellent sound or, design. No, 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 but I love that. But I think that actually is there to make you feel like you are in this atmosphere. Right, but like, then it's going to throw strobe lighting sequences at you. Yeah. And really, really loud sort of Italianist giallo music. I love the music of this movie. By also, Clint by the Mansell, way, the during the whole movie, you see these mushrooms releasing some, like, gas or yeah, something. spores. So this yeah. is the thing, right? So and I was like, okay, so it's actually the forest? It's not the wind? It is the forest. It's just the guy? What's going on? Like, it, I got a little bit like, right. where this wants to go. Okay. And I'm going to tell you where it wants to go. And this is my problem with oh, the movie. Oh, oh, count those. I don't know. I haven't read anything about what Ben Wheatley said. This is just when I was watching it, I was like, this is what I think he's going for. Ben Wheatley and and, and the, the scientist that they come across says basically says as much. It's the idea that nature communicates mm-hmm. in some way. But we don't know how to listen. We don't know how to listen to it. But we're I'm getting closer. And then the idea is that Zach was with me, with my husband, but he started to think, no, this is more like a god, a being to be respected. We shouldn't try and talk to it. We shouldn't try and converse with it or understand it. We should just offer, we should just offer things and praise it or whatever. And that's what his photographs are or whatever. Blah, blah, blah. Right? So I'm sitting there thinking, okay, so the movie is trying to be interested in the idea of like, how could we ever possibly want to understand nature? And is nature even remotely interested in us, considering that it just wipes us out on a regular basis, yeah. whether it be through natural disasters or disease? In this case of the movie, it's a pandemic. And right now in the real world, it's a pandemic. So why would nature be interested in ever conversing with us? If it could. We don't even know if it could. So it's asking all these questions. And essentially... It can't answer any of them because the idea is how could you ever talk to a thing that doesn't talk and doesn't think in the way that you think? It's a higher plane of existence, essentially, right? And then Alma, the girl in the movie, actually, and I said to you, she points this out and said to the to the science girl, uh, what's her name? Olivia. Olivia. So Alma says to Olivia, what are you expecting to hear from right. this? What 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 are you actually looking for? What what do you think they're gonna say to you? Okay. Oh, do this! Like nobody's gonna believe you. Uh, the forest told me. <laughs> yeah, I get it. But I like the idea of asking this question or trying to think about this thing. Like, could we ever reach these? Is there these existences above us or or whatever? Could we ever reach them? Whatever. Blah blah blah. I love thinking about. Like, I like things that make me feel small. Sometimes oh. I know you hate it. Yeah. But I really like it. Like sometimes just like, yeah, I am an unimportant. Um, the problem the movie has, and I think this is a problem that Ben Wheatley has throughout his career at times, is he's not a very good communicator of these ideas. He's much more interested in interesting images or trying to disorientate the audience with, um, you know, random flashes or weird trippy sequences, etc., etc. But, he can't quite grasp onto what he's doing 
And obviously, in this case, he can't, because how can you possibly do that, right? You can't do that in a movie. So you have to find a way to humanise it in a sense, right? So, for example, the one that I gave you afterwards was Annihilation. That was the one I gave you afterwards. I said, I think it does a similar thing, but it it literally humanises it at the end. Like, quite literally, the being she comes across takes on human form and mirrors her. Yeah. Right? And there's your threat personified. We see it. This movie, it doesn't know how to do it. So instead, the threat, the real threat that we end up getting is just a madman in the forest. It's yeah. just Zach, yeah. Reese Shearsmith. And I'm like, that feels t- like you've gone too small. Yeah. You've been like, well, we can't have this big grand idea as a threat because, first of all, grasping the concept isn't scary. It's just interesting, but how do we make it scary? We need to small it. We need to make it smaller so people will get it. And then they've made it too small by focusing it just on one madman in a forest. Yeah. To the point where I'm like, okay, so it's just a slasher movie then. It has nothing to do with gods or nature or the forest. It's just a madman in a forest. You've gone too much the other way. So, like, yeah, I think that's why um, critics and stuff, I don't know if they really like this movie, but they seem to be pretty positive on it. Um, yeah. Because there's the idea of like, oh, it's a horror movie dealing with something bigger than, or it's making you think or whatever. And then it has this, this, the, you know, as he said, she was off board by the end. Yeah. The final sequences of the movie are just proper trip out horror, like stoner horror. Like the After sequences to you, are just, it's high people getting a bad trip in the It's forest. a bad trip. Yeah, it turns it's into that sort of movie. It starts looping back in itself or whatever. Um, but it doesn't, you can't possibly answer these questions. I get that, and there's movies that are ambiguous, or and I love Lynch and things like that. I just think it's too big. No, yes, it's too big. No, 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 no. It's too big for Ben Wheatley, is what okay. I'm saying. Because Ben Wheatley wants to have his cake and eat it. He wants to have this big idea, but he wants the audience to to fully get what he's going for. Mm-hmm. And so he's like, we'll personify it as a madman in a forest. And then that, to me, fundamentally contradicts what he's going for in the big act. Because I'm like, it's just a madman. It's just humans. Like, it's just crazy man. Yeah. And it's just now it's small. And it has nothing to do with the nature side of thing. And I'm not interested. Mm-hmm. And those two things don't coalesce into a final film for me. So, like, I'm with you. The first half of the movie, I think, is far stronger. It's really, like, oh, my God. It keeps you at the age. It's happened. Lots of things happens. You're wondering where are we going here? Yeah. What's going on? Like I'm into it. Like the atmosphere, the sound effects, the music. The score is tremendous. The, the tone the, of everything, the, the way it feels. The score is gorgeous. Yeah. And at the same time, it's so creepy. Mm-hmm. Like I love that. But then you get with the random guy. Yeah. And then doing random things, and then you like bump into the other scientist that was lost for months, but she didn't want to get contact because she was doing a great thing here. But she also is a little bit cuckoo, and then things happen, and I'm like, what, what, like, and at the end, I think it finishes like the the guy, who is it? The girl is possessed. Which girl? Is it the girl? Like, yeah, no, who is it? Alma. Alma is possessed by the forest spirit and says, I'm gonna guide you. She says, I'm going to get you out of the woods. Yeah, That's how the movie ends. Yeah. yeah, but with a different voice. And I'm I like, so that. she's possessed by the thing. She's like, what's going on? How she's going to get her out? I'm like, oh. weird. 
It is weird. weird. I'm not going to deny that it's weird. I like I like weird though, but I just think I, I like I, I do like weird, but I don't like weird that is like just weird for being weird. I think that that can be the case. Yeah. Sometimes with Ben, and I think it's probably the case in this movie. It's weird. I think I would agree with you. It's weird for being weird. Is the same the same rule that applies for salsas here in Scotland or all the <laughs> United States? What I said. It's just spicy for being spicy. There's it no doesn't flavor. have a flavor. Okay. This is the same. Yeah. It's just doesn't have a flavor. At the end. At uh, the yeah, end. I'd go along with that. I'd go along with that. Yeah. Um, and as I, I, I know, I don't think this will come as a shock. I think many people have felt similar things about Ben Wheatley in the past. As I say myself, I felt them about Ben Wheatley in the past. But I've also felt the opposite. Like, I would say Kill List is a movie that is ambiguous. But I like its ambiguity, and I actually think I understand its ambiguity, um, which is, that sounds pretentious, I know it does, but I think the whole point is that these two guys are in a different social strata from the people they're working for, so they're never going to understand why they're doing the job they're doing, so the audience doesn't understand. So, like, I get the ambiguity, and then then this one, as as Zell says, I think it's just uh, kind of flavourless at the end. But uh, how um what was the budget for this movie? Yeah, it was quite low. Oh, it'll be low. It'll be very no, low. No, no, because I think it will be low. It's perfect. It's a movie like like the whole idea. I think is perfect to make it cheap and make it good. Like save the money to hire things in location because one, it's in a forest. Two, we only see like six people in total in the whole movie. And you can save that for special effects, sounds, or something else. But yes, sounds is uh, the sound is there and whatever. But I think like you had the perfect opportunity to make a wee movie. You did make it really yeah. big, but the idea was lost. So I mean, it it is all of Ben Wheatley's movies realistically are usually quite wee. They're, no, they're, no, he's not but a I just mean like the, like it's a perfect. Like, I'm going to start a movie. Okay, you have an idea. I don't have a blank check. Yeah. Like, I don't have that. But what can I do? Oh, people in the forest. Mm-hmm. It's quarantine, so we cannot have a lot of people. It's like a pandemic time. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I have two, three here, the doctors that kill. Blah, blah, blah. There you go. I don't need big stars. I don't need, like, yeah, yeah. lots of people. I think that's, like, a really good idea for someone. Like, I have a great idea. I'm going to make a movie. I don't have a lot of money. I just have a few sponsors here and there. And there you go. Or even if you don't have an idea, they just have like a general vibe they want to go for and they yeah. just improvise their way through it. I think this is really they lean into the restrictions though. That's what that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's I that's think a good idea. They, they, could, they could let the film be bigger and weirder and bolder. Weird is maybe the back, but I think they could let it, and they just, they were like, no, this is getting to the point. This is going off the rails. It's going off in all these directions. We need to simplify it back down. It's a madman in a forest. And then, and I'm just like, this isn't the movie I'm interested in. You've just thrown out the movie I'm interested in. I know. In I wanted for, to know. I wanted for to know. Halloween in the Woods. Yeah, I wanted to know more about the, like, the, the, the creature in the forest. The, the, there isn't a creature in the forest. No, but, like, the kids, though, the people who live in the village. They do explain that. I know. Pan and Feg, it's something to do with light and uh, sound. I know, but I was like, actually make it a figure, maybe? Like, to make it creepy, or, or don't go that direction, okay? Don't go, you have maybe the actual scientist thing, like, they have the fungus thing releasing mm-hmm. uh, something that they yeah. make them hallucinate or do things. Like, do you go for them there? Like, I, I, yeah, I think they were like, oh, 
too big, let's make it let's small. Let's make it smaller. And that's it's it. It's a madman like, in the forest. Be, be safe. I've said that a million times. I've said it so, so many yeah. times in this episode. But it's a madman in the forest. I and, just uh, say it's a bad trip in the forest. And it's a bad trip in the forest. And, <laughs> and I feel like I've seen both those Not movies a, before. Yeah. That's the problem. Way better done. Like, yes. Yeah. So I would say it's completely worthless. There's some good stuff in it. I think Joel Fry is tremendous. I think he's really fucking good. Really good. Really good. I really like Reese Shearsmith in other stuff. I think he's fine in this role. He just has to be scary, weird, homeless man in the woods. Also, I would like to mention the worst parts that were actually really funny. Oh, I I said yeah. that to you after when I came out. Sorry, I actually liked the comedy better than the horror. Yeah. Um, now, he's done black comedy in the past. Sightseers, I think, is a great film, which is a black comedy. So... Yeah, there was a sequence when he goes to cut off uh, his toes. Because it's infected. Because his foot's infected. Um, and Joel Fry, again, plays it tremendously. Like, he's terrified. Like, this guy's I'm actually going to amputate my toes. I can't believe it. Yeah. Um, and Reese Shearsmith plays it like he gets a couple of practice shots in, like, to make sure he can hit the same spot twice. Mm-hmm. And then when he goes to get it, and then the other guy screams because he's going to cut off his toes misses and then he blames he's so him. mad he's like, like I you, told you, you told not to move I told you not to move yeah exactly <laughs> I I thought it was brilliant that was so funny and yeah. then obviously he gets stabbed in the eye later on he makes a joke like oh god look at what you've done or whatever blah blah yeah. blah even though the fact he's been trying to murder them could rant on about it for days it's an interesting but I think at the end kind of cold and not flavour yeah, I would, I would, I would say just watch the Blair Witch Project or Annihilation or The Witch or just, Midsummer or Midsummer. Just watch any of those films. They're not obviously strictly about exactly the same things, but you're going to get the same sort of vibes, and you're going to get better than yeah, you like will with creepy, uh, in the weird like things. Yeah. Or even watch A Field in England by Ben Wheatley. You'll get you'll get the same as this. You will. So yeah, that's us. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't even know what our <laughs> next uh, next next film's going to be. Well, I know so we're going to go and see uh, Fast and Furious 9. This is nothing to do with horror. No. But I'm so excited because finally we're doing the 4DX. Mm-hmm. That is a thing that moves the seats. Apparently you have uh, um, smells and rain. And this is how you know we're old. Know. What? Because you're explaining what 4DX is. Everybody knows what 4DX is. No, tell me. You don't know. It's called different in other parts of the world. Oh, in terms of the name, right? Yes, okay. that's what I'm saying. I just meant like if you were explaining Fuck to our parents. I just meant if you were explaining it to my ding, parents. Ding, 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 ding. See? They would know. They would have no, to No, I'm just saying because I was telling uh, my friends in Mexico that was 4DX. What do you call it in Mexico? That's the thing. I don't think we have it. You do. Fernando used it. I don't, but I don't know what to call Right, but you do have it. Well, but I can ask that that friend, so the other one didn't know. Because in Oregon, we don't have it. Monterey, we, they right. do. Okay. But yeah, I don't know. It's called, um, I don't know. It's probably called 40X. It's not called 40X. <laughs> anyway, so um, I'm trying to think what the next horror movie is that's coming out. There's a load of them scheduled, the, but I can't remember what the next one is. So I'll have to look at that. It's the Purge. It's the middle of July, isn't it? Anyway, thank you for listening. Gracias por escucharnos. Y hasta la próxima.